Welcome into the Gamer Sleep Podcast, the podcast where we talk about gaming, news, culture, and occasionally how we're doing at Wordle. I'm Larry, one of your hosts, and today I'm, as always, joined by our wonderful co-hosts, Harry. What's up, everybody? How you guys doing? And we got Aaron with us. I was the one talking about Wordle. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. We can do that sometimes. We just keep it to a minimum, you know? It's uh, the, the people are here for one thing and one thing only, and it's these sweet, sweet, dulcet voices. It's technically a game. Technically. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And I still have never played it. So maybe I'll, that'll be my Batman. <laughs> well, they, it'll probably take you three hours, so it makes sense. They do have a Pokemon version. They do. <laughs> they do have a Pokemon oh. Wordle. Don't you try is to it, trick me into Wordling? Yeah, it's called Squirtle. <laughs> not even fucking kidding. It's I, a real not thing. even kidding. It I don't really like it. exists. I don't like it. Well, guys, as we record this on Saturday, March 18th, I want to start us off with our random fact. Are you guys ready? Give it to me. Hard. Have you been have you been feeling like your creative juices are, you know, at a low point? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I can okay. go. I can get with that. All right, all right. Well, it's it's shown that people are more creative in the shower. When we take a warm shower, we experience an increased dopamine flow that makes us more creative. So, tell me, how creative have you been in the shower? Well, I'm just going to tell you, I can't put the videos I make in the shower on YouTube or Twitch, so probably not the best idea. <laughs> all right, guys, um, just make sure guys and girls just make sure you don't listen to this at work. Uh, and we're going to keep this. <laughs> I can't. We're going to bring it back down. Go here already. No. Garbage. I was just garbage making a random fire. fact. I was making a random, like a comment on the random fact. So in a wholesome way, listen, if you're feeling like you're drained, just hop in a warm shower and you'll probably feel better. You know? I just showered right before the podcast. It was, it was mint. Highly recommend. <laughs> A nice steaming hot shower. If the water's not hurting when you first get in, then it's not a good shower. I feel like there's take, nothing there's nothing like a warm shower. I take a warm shower. My skin dries out if I go that hot. I I can't. For well, the I entire time. Go ahead. I'd been cleaning all day, so I was kind I worked up a uh quite a a sweat, so yeah, so it was overdue. You you had to have it happen. I'll say this: yep. over the course of the entire like pandemic happening, I showered like every day. Like you know, you drop your clothes in a box and then go and shower because I worked every single day through it. And I'm pretty sure I just cooked myself like a potato, like a human okay, potato. Let's, let's flip that. What's the longest you went without a shower? Longest without a shower? Uh, just any tour. Just name it. <laughs> yeah, but we need days. How long? How, how long? How long? What's the longest term you went without a shower? All right. So I could probably say I've gone like a week, maybe, without a shower that's, or, or a cleanup of, of some meaningful sort that's not baby wipes. Yeah, that, that's about where I'm at. About a week. Okay. Yeah, <sighs> I've, I've, I've hit that. days is mine. I don't think I've ever hit five. But that shower after that week is like... Oh, like the best <laughs> feeling ever. 
Okay, so as we record <laughs> this, I just want to let everybody know what we got on the docket for the show. I'm getting us out of there. So today we'd like to discuss the Resident Evil 4 demo, the the hype surrounding the game as its impending release is coming up on March 24th. Um, our thoughts on the final episodes of the Last of Us HBO uh, rendition and uh, the Diablo 4 beta experience, server issues, and just uh, maybe our general uh, thoughts about the game as it stands at the moment. Uh, but before we get into that, I do want to mention um, actor and uh, and voice actor, uh, notable for his role as Zavala in Destiny, and most recently he was in the Resident Evil series, Lance Reddick, passing away at the uh, young age of 60 of apparently natural causes. We'll have a moment of silence for the legend. Oh. Well. There will never be anyone of his like ever again. Cheers. Cheers. Gentlemen, there's no way to go out of that kind of thing easily because it's never fun when, you know, we have like icons and, and cultural, you know, icons in our in our space go and pass into the great beyond because, you know, let's they make an imprint on us. You know, mm-hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna be a sad day when we lose some of our other folks that we really care about that we've grown up with. Um but moving to the first topic here, how are you gentlemen feeling about Resident Evil 4? Harry, we can start um, with you. This, this is going to be a little bit controversial. I'm just not really paying attention to it. That's, that's just me. Like I loved the playing it on GameCube. I loved playing on GameCube. But this one, I'm just not even looking at it. I'm just like, eh. Maybe some point when it drops in price, but I'm just not not looking at it right now. Okay. But why not? All right. It's just not on my radar. Like, I don't know why. I couldn't give you a definitive answer. It's just I haven't, like, given a second thought. It's just like, oh, yeah, ah. that's dropping. All right. All right. Now, did, uh, did the remakes for Resident Evil 2 and 3 do anything for you at all? I love the the two remake. I love the two remake. I didn't get to the around to the three, but like yeah, the I played the two and I really enjoyed that. But it's just I don't know. It's the revisiting thing, I guess. Like it's different this time, but it's the same. Okay. I yeah. I mean, have you have you looked at anything at all about it, or has it been a situation of like just out of sight, out of mind, and you're not compelled? That's that's what I'm kind of I've, gathering from you. I've read and watched little snippets, but it's just I don't know. It's like I'll pay attention to it. Like I'll like obviously if you guys stream it or play it, I'm gonna be there watching it. But for me right now, it's just like I don't really want to get back into it. It's another like game to add to the pile of games I need to play. Fair enough. I get that entirely. So, I mean, that's respectable. I hit, let's stick to your guns. Maybe you, you visit it later on down the line when, you know, the, the, uh, no, the slate of games is never going to get any easier. So I can't even say that, <laughs> but Aaron, yeah. how are you feeling about resident evil four? Does, does it do anything for you? It does a lot for me, and I really, really am tempted just to drop down the full sixty bucks and buy it. Like I, I, I kind of want it. I did kind of want it edition. hard. 
Mm, that would be a bigger stretch for me to buy, honestly. Mm. Especially because we'll talk about Starbucks. it later, but I'm already sold on Diablo 4 as well. But Ooh, that's okay. not what we're talking okay. about yet. All right. All right. I'm, all right. I get that. Matter of fact, though, is the review embargo released for Resident Evil 4. And Larry, I know you know Dan Reichert, but did you see his review? I didn't see Dan Reichert's review in particular, but I saw just the numbers pop up for many different uh, media outlets. Well, go ahead. Tell me. Tell me about Dan Reichert's. With Giant Bomb, they don't really do reviews anymore. Okay. But Dan Reichert posted a review, and the tweet, the tweet he put out about it, to link you to it, he literally said. Resident Evil 4 is the best video game remake I've ever played. Here's my review. Now, if that doesn't make your mustache hairs twitch, Harry, and make you want to play it, I don't know what will. Uh, God. Don't do this to me. <laughs> don't do this to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was really... And that's the thing I'm seeing everywhere, though, that Resident Evil 4 remake is really good. Mm-hmm. Now, I got to play the demo. You guys were there for at least part of the stream. Uh, Aaron, you were there with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry yeah, was there. Yeah. Made me, you made me there. take my glasses off. You made me take I my glasses there. off to play it. Mean, mean Harold. <laughs> I didn't even get to watch it. I, I went blind into this game, and I, I just ran into my death. Uh, but it was, hey. a, it was a blast. I, I got to say. So I <laughs> He's right. You put it in there, it's going to get used. I did. I did. I did. So I have nobody to blame but myself, really. Uh, But I will say that that demo kind of leaves me wordless because, yeah, you know what? I've played this game before, but they did a really great job. I was surprised that you could crouch. You know, that's that's not an action you take in a Resident Evil game. Like, being able to crouch, everything looked beautiful. Um... It handled well. I still felt kind of like it was a cumbersome, on purpose type of game, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of movement. But you have your uh, quality of life impro- improvements, like uh, like the quick turn, uh, being able to sprint, um, you know, things like that. Like the, you know, they really they really updated very nicely. And I was shitting my pants when the whole village came after me. Uh, but I couldn't see it because my glasses were off. Um, but once I once once the glasses went back on, I was able to run through, and I I just completely forgot how that game starts off, you know, and how the the village comes after you, and and then you just have to survive. I'm thinking to myself, I don't have enough bullets. I'm just not gonna make it. I'm just gonna die. And I completely forgot somehow because it's been so long since I played that that resolves itself with a little bit of time. Uh, I did not kill a chainsaw man though. Was it, I, I missed that part of the demo. I think I got home from work about that time. Was the Chancel Man there in the demo? Like I totally. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Ooh. So um, that's where they they ambush you in the uh, in the village, and when you're running around from all the ganados, the Chainsaw Man makes an appearance, kind of as this invisible timer ticks down. So it makes it that much tougher to try to survive. And I was just running into people. I was 
you know, getting grabbed. Uh, you know, the chainsaw guy was right up my butt and just happened to not be able to chainsaw me. And I, and I, I got away and survived because the church bells went off. Um, but just really tense. They did a great job with that where like I've experienced this game before and even experiencing it on the GameCube way back when I don't remember being that nervous. And I think it has to do with lighting. I think it has to do with the tension, the the movement of the characters, which is a little more dynamic. I think like they just they went in and it's going to live up, I think, to, to all that hype of these media outlets are putting out there. And I don't even think RE2 and RE3 got critical praise like to this level. I mean, yeah, because now I'm checking Metacritic, and Metacritic gets at a 93 with 95 critic reviews in. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. damn. Which is incredible. If, if, if anyone listening here has not been a Resident Evil person, whether it's you just don't like Resident Evil or you're not into spooky games, anything like that, this might be worth a go just for the sake of having the experience with it. And and I'll say, like, even if you don't want to play it yourself, um, my intention is to stream the crap out of it. I'll probably have to stream late, but the 24th, you can anticipate me going live with it and crying like a baby half the time. Uh, as long as... As long as I, I'm just going to take that, take the glasses off, and I'm going to time it out. I, nobody's going to be able to use it because, damn, I want to see this game. <laughs> yeah, because as of now, it's the highest reviewed Resident Evil game on Metacritic. Even Resident Evil 2 remakes that at 91. Now, so, I wonder how low that goes if we can't save the dog. You got to save the dog. What the well, hell? Appar- like, apparently, you can't. Apparently that that Doge is already dead. Oh, Where no. if you remember the GameCube version, off. you could you could remove the the dog from the trap, right? Yeah, yeah, you could remove him from the trap, and it would help you in a boss fight later, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, one of the uh, one of those big troll things. Man, I'm it's excited the Harry about Potter. This game. That's the Harry Potter and uh, Resident Evil crossover that Harry had been waiting for. Why you guys do this to me? I have to. Now I'm gonna have to get it and play it. We're just Killing helping you make better choices. I just like the hype for it is real for me, and I, I'm I haven't been really excited about something like in a while. And it, and let me echo this too, Harry. I on reflection, I kind of think to myself, yeah, you know what? I wasn't crazy excited about it before I played the demo, and playing the demo brought me in like i had fun i was asmr whispering into the microphone you know i got into it and trend, i did not expect mode. yeah yeah i did not expect to get that into it it was very immersive see resident evil, four, resident evil 4 for me is the first one that <laughs> has a lot of nostalgia for me because <laughs> it's not my dog this time it's aaron's cat it's not is that even foster? my cat it's no is it the neighbor's cat no it's my other cat it's Knox. he ran away oh though, okay I tried to touch him so go figure uh-huh. but no i was saying oddly enough i'm the odd man out here resident evil 4 i played on playstation 2 not gamecube 
Like, oh, you okay. both are GameCube game, GameCube game. I'm like, mm. I played so you played the inferior version. No, I played the one with an actual controller, not a toy, Fisher Price toy. So, hmm. shots fired. I hated the GameCube controller, but triggers it's the first so nice. one I have nostalgia for. I never played Resident Evil One, Two, or Three. Period. I played a fair amount okay. of Biohazard Seven. I bought Village and never played it. But you should play it. It was good. Yeah, but I gotta, I gotta be seven first. Why did you buy that game? Mm. Seven gave me anxiety. Why did I buy seven or why did I buy eight? Seven. He why has did I buy problem. seven? Because I have a problem with buying games and I have FOMO and I buy things I don't need and I barely play them and I have you regrets know, in life. The, the that was nice, such a real nice response. Insets. Hmm? So I'm probably going to buy four and not play it and regret it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't don't not play it. Well, here's Despite the thing. Me. This this has been a big year of buying games for me already. I bought Dead Space. I bought Callisto Protocol. Returned it, but bought it. I want to buy Resident that Evil 4. Count. I want to buy Final Fantasy 16. I want to buy Diablo 4. It's a lot of games this year. You can do it. I believe in you. I'll probably get back into Diablo, honestly. Diablo. Same. I mean, so like we can move on from Resident Evil 4, and I really do hope you get a chance to play it, Aaron. And I mean, even then, you guys can watch me and hang out and live vicariously through me if you want. Um, Most likely. But like moving on here to what we're next most excited for Diablo 4, the beta experience, you know, has come out. You know, people have been able to access that. Out of the three of us, Aaron, I think it was you, right? For our for our listeners yeah, who are not yeah. aware, right? I'm pretty sure <laughs> that I mistook that it was Harry that was playing. But we realized that, you know, Harry doesn't care about Diablo as much. He doesn't. Clearly. He doesn't at all. Clearly. So so tell me tell me about the beta. Uh, I know there were server issues, but did you manage to get on? Yeah, I managed to get on. I've had I had zero issues at all, actually, with the beta. All I all I had was a queue which that's fine it's a stress test beta so there's bound to be queues there's bound to be wait times but i experienced zero issue other than some lag some buffering issues in the game but it's a beta so yeah that makes sense i mean a beta you're definitely gonna have like usually bugs or crashes or whatever but how long was the the wait for you because i saw like rampant complaints that's because everyone complains about blizzard games period no one gives them any slack it's up oh, server lag ah can blizzard man i had like less than an hour wait it was like 50 minutes and oh, that's whatever. not bad yeah, that's no not bad. and you're right you're right what uh what's a new blizzard release without some some complainers i mean it's not it's doesn't exist no matter what, people are going to complain about a Blizzard game because they think they should have the money and they should have it down and they shouldn't have any issues. All the social issues and political issues with Blizzard aside, mind you, because that's a can of worms. But I, I was a great experience overall for, as a game. It looked All beautiful. Right. It felt like Diablo 2 played like Diablo 3. 
but had way more complicated skill trees and character customization Ooh. was a thing and that intro video really drew me in i was like oh must play yeah it's dark again it's dark and broody again like the demo i got through the first boss and got to the first city hub because this is open world now so it's a bit of a different beast but yeah it sounds like yeah sounds like the skill trees are like kind of meaty then yeah, it seems pretty meaty, and I don't think the full skill trees were in there yet. Up to level, like, 33 was up there, and it's not okay. even level-based. It's, like, how many points you put into each branch-based. But oh, okay. it, everything worked flawless for me, because the first way I experienced it was jumped on, saw some friends were on, invited a party, queued up. We had three people in a team, and we just started going. Okay. No issues at all individual loot so it's everything you'd want but they've only got three months to work on and it looks pretty pretty ready to me so what class did you end up going with in the beta barbarian as always but the only classes that the beta had i believe were rogue sorcerer and barbarian i saw druid was locked that was druid was locked and necromancer was locked for this beta Hey, man, I want my Paladin. Or Crusader, excuse me. Paladin's from, from the second. Paladin is delicious, though. But I'm excited. It looks great. Graphically, tonally, the writing is fun. The quest seemed fun. The story seemed intriguing. Like, way darker than 3, though. Like, less comic book dark and more just, no, this is dark fantasy. Ooh, okay. So, I'm into that. Did you already to see? Within... Oh, go oh. ahead, go ahead. I was going to say already in the first hour of gameplay, dealing with cults and practitioners killing their own pasture and Lilith coming down and dude, dude, no, that Lilith scene was like fucking awesome. Yeah, like she just comes in and then the blood of the cape. It's like, oh my. Fucking God. It's metal as hell. Yeah. They always have fantastic cinematics. The cinematics yeah, there's, are ridiculous. I'm always excited to see new Diablo cinematics or World of Warcraft cinematics. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm amped. I didn't even pre-order the game. I got my beta key because I bought a chicken sandwich. So... <laughs> Because why? Because why? They have a partnership with KFC that if you download their app and order a chicken sandwich, you get a beta key. And I'm like, oh, I could use a how, chicken sandwich. Oh, how many codes were they able to give out? I don't know. Like many- uh, they're only allowed one per account on the app. Okay. So it's not like I could go get another chicken sandwich and get another beta key. But... I don't know. Seems the easier way to try out a game is to go buy lunch, try out the beta to see if it's worth buying the game. So I'm not going to crossover. Right. KFC double down on Diablo. You figured it would be a a Dairy Queen thing since they actually have a blizzard. (laughs) They should have. They should have. It's a good dad joke, though. I approve. Hey, that but it, you know that's marketing right there. It's like you wait, wait. 
Yeah, I, I didn't see the missed opportunity. I didn't see the advertising genius behind getting a KFC double down to get to Diablo. I want to double down so bad, but diet. Oh, diet life sucks. You know, I also, the you double. know, yeah, marketing opportunity missed, but I think that there's probably more KFC out and about than there are Dairy Queen. Maybe it's because we're in the Midwest. We have a lot of Dairy Queens everywhere. Uh, yeah, that could be the case. Uh, do I have a, I don't think I have a Dairy Queen near me at all. And I think about it, if there's one in my mall, then it's just, it's just, you can it's just It's one of the ones blizzards. that does blizzards, yeah. Yeah. How many Dairy Queens are in my city? That makes fun. Ba, ba, ba. That is, but no, I, I, those are the burning questions that our podcast listeners must know. Me and Aaron in our hometown, it was a, we had two, but one was seasonal. Oh, yeah. Was one of the, like it would, it would close like during the winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It only served ice cream. It didn't have the burgers or chicken sandwiches. You could get chicken strips, hot dogs. Okay. And ice cream. Gotcha. There's 12 Dairy Queens in Fort Wayne. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of da- that, that's a lot of Dairy Queens. That's just like that, per, like per per square foot. I mean, just how many Taco Bells would there be then? Oh God, that's know. nuts! I don't want to know. No, you I don't do. want to know. No, we got we, you open this can and, and now that's, you're gonna deal with it. And that's the shitty ice cream too. Imagine how all the good places they have. Twenty three Taco Bells. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Now, how many of those can you get food poisoning from? 22. 22, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, oh, but no. I have a question for you. I have a question for you, Oh, yeah, what's up? So, for anyone who jumped into Diablo 3, but yes. was not, not already a fan of, like, for instance, Diablo 2, how do you feel Diablo 4 can like retain Diablo 3 fans? I or think it would retain them a lot. Enjoyed that. Yeah. Diablo 4 feels like Diablo 3 having a goth phase. So, it's darker, it's bloodier, it's a little bit more metal. It's a little bit more self-serious and a little bit less How do I put it? Cuz Diablo 3 always had an air of levity to me. Because it was very up its own butt in a playful way. Mm-hmm. Like everything was so bright. dramatic and not dark. It's like, ah, <laughs> Matthew, the god of death has returned. Bye. Look at our new camera <laughs> angles. They're awesome, aren't they? No one can see our camera angles but us. No, I'm saying though, like the game was like, look at our new camera angle. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, all right. So it it looks moodier. It's a little bit more serious, a little bit less avant-garde, like dramatic and more serious and toned down, but more dark, if that makes sense. I want to see a return to Whimsyshire, though. Oh, I hope they do that. Throw Wurt's leg somewhere in there. Open up a portal. New secret cow level, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, that'd be lovely. Have you, have you ever you ever traveled uh, to the to Whimsy Shire, Har? Yeah. <laughs> now, For anybody who didn't I, play, Diablo three had a secret level that, you know, from going from like fighting zombies and demons and and devils and all oh, this stuff. 
you would end up in this rainbow land with teddy bears and unicorns just wrecking you. But you could like pull all this legendary and and like relic loot from it and from just running. I've heard. Times. I've and I've heard the rumors. They made that as a joke, obviously, but they made it for all the people who are like, "Oh, Diablo three is so bright and colorful," and they're like, "Here's your yeah. bright and colorful." Yep. But oh, call yeah. me an called me old call me what you will i i think the old. secret cow level from two was funnier mm-hmm. yeah but and if you've not seen clips of that just just search secret cow level and you'll see images of it and they're just cows walking upright on their hind legs holding axes and scythes and as you're walking around they're just going moo 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 and it's just so stupid in the best way. And I hope Diablo 4 has something like that. Secret cow level Diablo 2. I'm looking at it now because I didn't play very you... much of Diablo 2. It was um, it was a game that wasn't available for me to play at the time. And I have it on the I have it on the console, but I didn't I didn't play too far into it. See, like and for this. me, I, I grew up on Diablo 2. I put thousands of hours into it when I was 12 and 13 and playing with friends. Oh, yeah. And... Oh, yeah, I believe it. I believe it. I had friends that were were playing it, but they, obviously, they had a PC. I didn't have a PC to play. I mean, yeah. My whole life. My whole life. Yeah, somehow I've always had a PC, be it be not typically a powerful gaming one like I do now, but... It, wow gaming was different back then i mean we had the it was. we had the family we had the family computer that wasn't a gaming computer so you could play like duke nukem on it you know yes my family computer i don't know if my dad was just buying ones that were more powerful than we should have but mine played diablo 2 fine warcraft 3 like i could play blizzard games but that's about it yeah i wasn't playing all that. like you, you were not playing quake I was never into first-person shooters. I was never into shooting games in general. That's why I got into Diablo and Warcraft and Starcraft and Command and Conquer. Yeah. You know, never really played Duke Nukem, even though my friends did. I saw a lot of Duke Nukem, but. Mm -hmm. But no, I'm I'm amped for Diablo 4, and I haven't pre-ordered yet, but I probably will now. Yeah, I'm going to have to prep myself for that also. And that is set to but, release on May 15th. So we got a little bit of time, a little bit of buffer between. There's there's just so much coming out this year. <laughs> what else is coming out in between? Anything, anything uh, new that's coming out for you? In between, between, I don't think so. But I've got Final Fantasy 16 in June. Yeah. And Diablo in May, Resident Evil 4 next week. And I'm sure there's going to be more games I can't think of right now. Right, right. Are, are you looking forward to anything else aside from, like, if you're looking outside of Diablo 4, anything else that jumps out at you that, you know, you're kind of nervous about taking your time up <laughs> from away from <sighs> the game you're excited about? Uh, Jedi Survivor is going to be one I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I Red remember you, you really loved you really loved uh, Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Red Falls coming out too. I forgot to mention it, but we have Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom in May as well. Oh yeah! See, look at that. 
that's one that I don't really pay attention to myself, and maybe I'll have to, but it's going to be a tough, tough order for me. Maybe I'll live vicariously through you if you're going to stream it or anything like that and, and show it <clears> off. Also, Starfield are, in September. Are you guys going to play Exo Primal with me in July? I don't, I don't know what know. that is. I remember, I remember hearing about that. That's a. It's, uh, it's kind of like an anthem with dinosaurs that like shower down from the sky. Oh, I think everybody was thinking. Everyone was thinking it was going to be Dino Crisis. Like everybody yeah, was salty about like, that. Oh yeah, this, this should be this should be Dino Crisis. This should have been. This should have been simple as that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got one more. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Lord of the Rings Golem. Is that still coming out this year? I thought it got delayed. When, as of today, it says April to September twenty twenty three. April to September. Yeah. So it's got a window. Yeah, big window, but that's one I'm looking forward to. It's coming out. It's going to come out in November. I, I have not seen enough of that game to even know what is that even going to be. It. I think it, it should like just it, be a golem simulator. So are you just eating raw fish in a cave, telling riddles? No, it's like, it's like a, a stealth adventure game. I would like it to be like Dreamcast, the hit Dreamcast game, Seaman. Here, I'll read it to you. You have a pet golem. The Lord of the Rings Golem is a stealth adventure game that adapts the world of Tolkien in a grimy, lava-filled trip through the land of Middle-earth as Golem, a tortured store corrupt by one ring. By the one ring. In the game, players will travel through hostile lands, meeting characters from Lord of the Rings mythos, including Gandalf, Therondil, and Elven King, the Elven King, while avoiding the might of Sauron. I just, I don't know what the gameplay is going to be. Are you just literally sneaking around, and if you're caught, you're dead? I'm guessing. That's interesting. Uh, I mean, I, like, I, I'm intrigued, because I want to know, I want to know more. I want to see something from it, but I, I mean, I saw a, like a screen grab. I think just of like an update to the game, but I, I really didn't think twice about it. But I am intrigued to kind of learn a little bit more about it. I just, uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that, it's not. It, it's no. It's no Shadow of Mordor or you know Middle Earth. You guys I remember can... the Lord of the Rings games from the original Xbox? Those were those were awesome. Oh man. Playing two towers on PlayStation Two to like four AM with friends. Mm-hmm. Man. Oh yeah, those PlayStation Two games that were pretty much Dynasty Warrior games were so much fun. Nothing mm-hmm. beats the Hobbit game, just in my opinion. The cell shaded weird one. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, you know, you know. I think I rented that once, and it was weird. I'll I'll lay on the golem landmine for you guys. You guys don't have to play it. You guys can just watch me play it. Harold, I want to play with golem. Yeah, Resident Evil Four. Uh, I don't know, but <laughs> golem, my guy. It, you know, like this is this is why this is why we have a questionable podcast. This is because the good things, the fun things that everybody likes, we're contrarian about. Hey, hey, I don't want to hear about me <laughs> not being hyped for. RE4. What do you want? Got to hear? Aaron's track record, track record with the Batman and the Last of Us. <laughs> I do not watch TV, sir. 
You do. You do. No, and, I and watch everybody One already Piece. knows it because it's it, <laughs> and and that is not considered TV. Um, <laughs> no, it's a lifestyle. It's just pretend yeah, that Joel right, is it Loopy. Is. <laughs> no, it's it's just I I don't watch a lot of live action TV. Honestly, I don't watch a lot of movies. I don't. I don't know. Well, I mean, that I brings us into the it. conversation. That brings us into that conversation of The Last of Us. So we uh, we devolved into high pitched giggling and 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 not being able to form correct sentences, much to the chagrin of Aaron in the last Gamer Sleep podcast episode. So it means we didn't really get to talk about The Last of Us. Uh, we never got to it. Uh, so, Aaron. Obviously, you already know the whole story for The Last of Us, so without seeing All the right, adaptation, so, you'll still have some good opinions on this. But Harry, I I'm going to go to you and skip Aaron. Skip, and no, hold up, no Aaron, okay. hold up, hold up. <laughs> so just let me be clear. So I am on a little bit of the end. They didn't change the ending, did they? No. All right, then no. I know what he did. Yeah, yeah, and he's a bastard for it. And this, folks, is what I wanted to get into. I love the conversation around this, and I wonder if this is—I wonder if this is going to be really polarizing because I'm curious to see how you guys feel about it. Now, I really enjoyed the last two episodes. It, it brought me back because I completely forget what had happened throughout the game, and like going down this journey, how emotional it was, how Joel and Ellie's relationship was super cold in the beginning to once he makes his decision to do what he's going to do to to quote unquote save her um and how he acts after he does what he does is so relatable in terms of wanting to be nice to someone after after you're just you know ultimately lying to them and 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 wanting things to be better and smooth over and mm-hmm. You know, he was a he was a callous jerk when he first met Ellie. You know, he's okay. shutting himself off. He doesn't want to have the responsibility of taking care of somebody and possibly losing somebody again. He doesn't want that anymore. And now he's accepted it entirely by the end, for better or for worse. And he's a big teddy bear by the end. Mm-hmm. You know, on the surface level, on the surface level, surface level, because he you know, he's he's lying and 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 basically trying to really like oh i'd like to hear some puns now you know what i mean like he's catering to her personality because he sees she's off the deep end at that point mm-hmm. right i, you know I, what I'm I saying? see what you're getting at i i know what he's, you're saying he's over he's overcompensating because he knows he did something that's kind of messed up and he's lying to her about it but i digress like i kind of get ahead of ourselves here so that 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 ending is the same as what we got from the game was mm-hmm. he right to do what he did and is there any gray area i mean it's all i think it's area. i think it's all gray I, honestly i think it is all gray on that in that sense okay yeah no right or wrong there's some gray area i i agree uh, with that murder murder is bad is murder it is wrong yes is it in the apocalypse yes they were gonna kill him they're gonna kill him they were gonna because let him go but he, he broke into to a hospital with guns on one side, they could have just done a spinal tap and got what they needed from her. No, it was in her brain. You still do. It's still 
you could have still got that same stuff from a spinal tap. Okay, now now you're now you're fogging the waters. We need to go story based <laughs> evidence only. It's in her brain. They need brain tissue. I I I think he did the right thing from as a as a parental standpoint. If this is I like put, the game, did he Yeah. Did he ask Ellie how what she would want to do? Or did he make that choice for her? Yeah, basically. All right, he made so that he was selfish. Yeah, yeah. So I get where Harry's coming from. Your kid is, at this point, not being told the truth from the other party, is put to sleep, and has no idea that they're just going to be killed. Right? Yeah. And they don't get the choice from that other party either. Now, as you know, as a father figure, as a, as a parent figure, you want to save that person because you don't want that person to be out of your life. Of course. That I, that I can get behind. I just, is, you know, the, the, the shame of it is not telling the truth afterwards. You know, not right. saying like, listen, this is, this is what I found out. This is what they were going to do to you. I couldn't let that happen. And I, I hope you don't hate me for it. Like, why but, not have that reaction? Like, she might have just murdered him right then and there, you know? But who knows? Right. But when it comes down to it, his choice is incredibly relatable. But that doesn't mean it was a good choice or the right choice or a moral choice, even. Yeah. It's I mean, just, I you just put it in perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why he would I do put it, it in perspective. If it was... Like, all right, we're, we're traveling across the country, and you are the Ellie in this situation. It's you, me, and Harry, and, and we're traveling, and you're the Ellie in this situation. And Harry and I find out that you're going to be killed to maybe possibly have a chance of saving the world. But you have no clue. You think you're yeah, just going to wake could... up afterwards. Yeah, when it comes down to it, the death could amount to absolutely nothing. No one could be saved. It could do nothing. They could it could be a dead end, and just right. Mm. And now we selfishly could try to do whatever we want to do to try to save you because we know that you're just going to be gone. You're going to be dead. Selfishly, we could just do that, right? Right. And and here's the thing. The extra wrinkle here is if they had a conversation with you ahead of time, like Aaron. You know what? You are the only person that's immune to this right now. The only chance that we have of possibly helping out the rest of humanity might end up resulting in your death. Is that a risk you're willing to take? What are the odds? <laughs> 99% you're going to die. No, 99% it's going to make a cure happen or 1% oh, no. chance a cure happens out of my death. Uh, the, the chance, flip the a coin chance in the is zero percent. Slipping a coin in the dark, you don't know. Would I sacrifice myself for the low percentage chance of saving humanity? And in my current situation, I'd love to say, yeah, I do that. But if I was really given that option, I'd be very hard choice to make. Do I just want to give up my life or a maybe? So uh, now, now you're putting in the situation where, <coughs> excuse me, we're going to tell you, yeah, you're you possibly have the cure. We're just gonna do a, a quick little surgery. Um, you're gonna you're gonna be put under, but we're gonna do a quick little surgery and, and, and you're gonna be you're gonna be okay. 
but we're not telling you the whole truth. Mm. You're probably going to be, oh, cool. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Harry and I learn about that. Harry and I learn about that, and we go apeshit. Mm -hmm. It's it's still, when it comes down to it, to me, like, I understand, like, like I said, it's a very relatable choice that he makes. But when it comes down to it, how many people did he kill to save one? How many lives did he ruin to save one life? How many lives did he possibly doom to save one life? Right. At least one life he doomed. His own. When it comes down to it. Spoiler, people, but the game's been out for four years. Like, Don't spoil it for people that haven't played the game or won't be able to. But at the same time, it is one of those things where, you know, I think the the lie afterwards is the The lie afterwards what makes it unforgivable in a way. Yep. I do want to say I I did enjoy seeing Troy uh in the seventh episode. Yeah. And and for those who that is he's (laughs) Troy, he was uh Joel's voice actor and mocap guy. So that's that's Joel and uh Ellie meeting Joel and Ellie. It was that's, nice. That's pretty that cool they, that they did that. Yeah, it was nice that they were able to do that. And I thought it was, I thought uh, Ashley Johnson did a, a great job playing um, oh, yeah. Ellie's mom. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't realize she got some crazy acting chops. She did a pretty, pretty damn good job. <clears throat> and, and I was like, hey, wait a second. Hey, wait a second. That's, that's Ashley Johnson. <laughs> I didn't realize how much she actually looks like the actress who plays Ellie. Like she yeah, literally Bella looks like Ramsey. she could be her mom. Yeah. She literally Bella looks like she can be Ashley's daughter. Yeah, it, it good it, like good casting all things considered. Mhm. They did a good job with that. And I we don't get that story in the game. We don't get you know who's at least I've never played Last of Us 2, so you guys can probably tell me I'm wrong if something's there that I'm I'm not aware of. But um getting that bit of story, getting that little bit of like a of a background to kind of give you a little bit of a theory of why she's uh immune as well, it, it is real nice. It's it's cool to see mm-hmm. that. And it gives you that tie to Marlene as well. Yeah. And then Marlene just blasting her. Oh, God, yeah. Cold as ice. Cold as ice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to catch up to this show before the next recording. Hold this baby a knife. Be back in a second. <laughs> Hasta la vista, baby. I just wa- I want to point out that Marlene says, cover her ears. That guy does not cover her ears. <laughs> he doesn't no. do a damn thing. <laughs> yeah, that was unceremonious. In terms of like taking out her best friend, mm-hmm. it was it was definitely the last two episodes were definitely drew me in, drew me in more and more. As I was like, oh yeah, I can't go, I can't go to the bathroom. I have to wait, I have to wait. Yeah, yep. Now, so excited I, um, for season two then. <laughs> oh yeah, right. I'll be going into I w- unknown territory myself. Well, here's the thing. I don't know how they're going to do it. Like, I don't know if they're going to just go straight into the Abby Ellie story or they're going to do like a little bit of in between. Well, I've heard they're keeping the actress for Ellie. 
So, and but they're gonna it's gonna be like two years till we get the next season. So, I don't know how they're gonna do it. If they're gonna go into Abby's story first, or start with Joel, or start with Ellie. Yeah, because I mean, it's gonna be. It's going to piss some people off. I'm going to say that. It's it's really going to piss some people off. Are you talking I about mean, like the events that happened across Last of Us 2 are going to upset fans of the actors of the Like the first show? the first like couple hours, uh, first hour of Last I would of Us not 2. be surprised if that event happens in the first episode. Okay. All right. I know I I am absolutely aware of what happens but without the detail. So I don't know how you know the events occur, and I kind of want to keep it that way. You know, I'm I'm good. Right. Like if I experience it that way during the show, which I'm really excited to kind of go over, uh, you know, over time with you guys. I think you'll get at least a good reaction from me, and I'm gonna try to keep it spoiler free. You know, I'm trying to keep myself blind to it. So unless I play The Last of Us two between here and then, which could happen, you never know. Um, mm-hmm my reaction will be absolutely pure. It is. I can see the pain in your eyes. And and I just honestly, like, I know, I've watched Game of Thrones. I know Pedro. I know Pedro has a rough time of it in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just well. know, I know Pedro's going to have a rough <laughs> go of it again, more than likely. But, yeah, you, we're just going to have the Pedro fan fan people coming in like oh save joel no save joel he has to stay <laughs> yeah i mean we're, we're we're really beating around the bush to avoid saying what happens but we all know what right happens. absolutely we, we're we're all insinuating it we all know but all right so or, how would you how would you grade this first season of oh of 10 easy months? 10 easy 10 I agree. i've laughed at it i've I've cried because of it. You know? I'm not, I'm not too big of a man. A little bit too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> Trust the fungus. <laughs> had had to go there again on you can't another spell, topic. You can't spell fungus without fun, baby. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Usually it's Harry taking it left, and I did it this time around. Bonk. Hard bonk on the fungus skin. No, but easy ten. Like it's it's it is by far one of the best shows I've seen in a minute. I, I I'll, I'll have to that. catch up. I I'm going to try to watch the entire show by the time we record the next episode. Not that we're going to talk about it, but I'm going to do it. Binge. I've heard binge. this one before. When? When did I say I was going to watch anything? Because I don't think I ever committed to watching the Batman. Something's in the way. <laughs> I know we have to go. Yeah, I have to go. It's listen called to the 800 episodes episode. of One Piece. Hey, I'm on episode 980. Thank you. Ooh. How many you got left? There's, there's uh, short episodes. About 70. So. Yeah. They're when you're like caught up, what are you going to do with your life? Watch it weekly rewatch it read the manga you know i have uh, options <laughs> yeah yeah you do you do i'll rewatch it in the russian dub with english subtitles just to make gonna it gonna get it gonna get a luffy tattoo 
I could get I could get a One Piece tattoo. It wouldn't be of Luffy, but just the big, the big uh, Jolly Roger, straw hat Jolly Roger. Yeah, I, I want to buy a flag of that, but I I can't keep going back to One Piece. It's my current obsession, but I can't keep talking about anime on this show. That's not what we're about. I mean, it's part of pop culture. Yeah, but you guys don't watch anime. I would just be talking. I watch way. anime. What are you talking about? I just don't. Wa- I haven't watched, watched a lot of One Piece. I've, I've watched the animes. I've watched Full Metal Alchemist, and that's it. And I, <laughs> I even sent. I even sent you that cartoon of Dragon Ball Z, which was embarrassingly accurate. Like <laughs> it truly was. I think it but summed no. it up perfectly. It did. It did. I watched the new Dragon Ball Super movie. I've been just watching anime. Like, mm-hmm. just what it is. I've been uh, getting the the kids interested in anime. We started watching the, the Ghibli, Studio Ghibli stuff. I saw that. How they like Totoro. Oh, they love it. That was their second. When I, when I messaged you guys, that was their second time watching it. Wow. Oh. They picked it out. I was like, okay, I'm not going to argue. Don't let them pick out Grave of Fireflies. Like, seriously. <laughs> you oh, just have boy. to throw it, throw it behind you. Not this uh, one. See, we were, we were considering Spirited Away, but I was like, I don't know if they're ready for No Face yet. I don't... I don't... Is it too scary? Spirited Away also <laughs> is... A... It's still PG? It is PG. It is PG, but I would say like thematically and the meaning it's trying to get across might hit better at like twelve. Then no, look up No Face, uh, Larry, and you'll get especially how uh, No Face eats. Yeah, because No Face standard is cute, but No Face in rage mode is Mm -hmm. not. Oh yeah, I've seen, I've seen. Oh. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I think we'll... like, oh, good. <laughs> yeah. I think we'll go, uh, Kiki Ponyo next. Kiki or Ponyo would be good, mm-hmm. like, look, but I would say, like, spirited, aw- like, spirited away and Howl's Moving Castle, a little bit older mm-hmm. than Nausicaa when they get even a little older. Oh, he is a flan. He's eating some flan, and then he's got a gigantic mouth that probably eats everything, including yeah, people. They, they had a cool piggy bank that I wanted to get. Like it, had, it was him holding a dish, and then you put the coin on there, and he just lifts up and he drops the coin in the his mouth. It's like I yeah, want it. That's, that's pretty cool. No, that I wouldn't want to make him mad. No, I wouldn't. But Ghibli is a great place to start kids off in animated movies that aren't Western. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hey. Well, maybe... All right, maybe if it's a serious one, then maybe that's something I could check out. Because I, I like something that's a little more serious myself or a little more, like... I, I said mm-hmm. it before, less fan service. The less fan service, the better for me. Then yeah, you would like Spirited Away. You would like mm-hmm. Grave of the These Fireflies are... would make you sob. They're they're older ones. They're older too. They're not like they're not modern. I this remember those like back when I remember those mm-hmm. back from the blockbuster days. 
Yeah, these were back when anime had a story to tell. It wasn't just a lot of them being fan serviced. And hmm. most animes aren't fan servicey. Thank you. It's just certain genres. Of well, I'm not. I'm not saying most. I'm just saying like there are ones that are just made for certain reasons. I mean, you're not wrong. Those but then there's also ones that are made for other certain reasons. Those are called hentai, though. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> with that, go, wa- uh, go, go watch your Bible Black. Go watch your. I think <laughs> no. I mean, no, I mean, mother, no. mother, mother knows breast. You know. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's gonna do it for the time we've got for the show this week. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Aaron, aside from the aforementioned, what are you going to be up to, and where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Pyro909 on Twitter and Twitch, and I actually did stream this week, so I'm kind of back to streaming. Everyone was lurking. It was a bit quiet, but it was good to be back, and I plan on continuing that. So I'll be streaming again this Friday for sure, probably play some more Hollow Knight. Maybe change it up. Not sure yet, but Hollow Knight was yeah, fun. What, Hollow Knight is fun. You should play. You would love it. But mm-hmm. I'll probably keep I think that I'm, up. I, I think I'll allow you to keep playing it because I was watching you struggle, and I was like, ah, oh, I don't know if I have it in me. So <laughs> oh, you would I'll live fine. and die vicariously through you. <laughs> <laughs> and Harry, same question for you, my friend. What have you been up to? Uh, what are you gonna be doing? And where can we find you? I'm going to come and stream. Okay. Sorry. I think well, that's how you, you know, get banned, my guy. No, no, no. In terms can, of service. Uh, I'll be streaming over the next couple of weeks. I'm going to be going uh, to another platform. Well, co-streaming on another platform. So you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Harry Three Eyes, and I will be over on Kick at Harry Plays. Okay, so, so you're gonna try give, out that a, give that a little try. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a little try. It looks Please. fun. looks looks more adult, but it's looks more fun. Not more fun, but it is, fun. It is adult, like it. those anime we were talking about, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Who's who's anime? <laughs> <She> sounds cute. <laughs> and I've been your host, Larry. Um, I most recently streamed a little bit of Cuphead. We had a Cuphead and Chill stream on uh, an odd day on Thursday. And we got to check out that Resident Evil 4 demo, as we were talking about a little bit earlier in the show. Um, Likely going to be streaming again, you know, in the upcoming week. Try to make it for Wednesday, Thursday, if I can do it. And then um, I definitely plan to stream, no matter what, on the release day of Resident Evil 4. You can catch me streaming that game on the release night. I'll be late to the game as per usual, but I'm looking forward to it. You can follow, uh, follow me on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at Larry Underpants. So, folks, gentlemen, on behalf of the Gamer Sleep Podcast, game on, sleep well. <laughs>